nothing's if, more terrifying than if I'm camel spider. If I'm fighting me. somebody and they just release camel spiders in my tent, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to fight that guy. Screw that. Hey guys, this is the Hard Time Strongman Podcast, cheering up a bear class of man. And today, we're going to talk about sabotage, or saboteurs. Sabotage is to deliberately destroy, damage, or obstruct something, especially for political or military advantage, as per the Oxford languages. Sabotage. In the right hands... Beastie boys. In the right hand, sabotage can be extremely effective weapon. Talking about dwindling personnel, numbers, equipment. Overall, you're just making hell for somebody. You're adding an entire dimension of conflict that is extremely, extremely hard to deal with. So Psychological warfare is what it is. In- and t- tangible. Tangible. Because si- psychological, you know, you're just messing with somebody's mind a lot of the time. But... It, well, it's like a marksman, right? So it's psychological warfare, but also there is a felt, you, you know, like thing mm-hmm. right there. And, you know, it makes you watch your back, which, you it, know, it does. talking about, uh, you know, like a, a small force taking on a larger force. That is a huge force multiplier for you. Anything to tie up personnel, uh, transports supplies anything to tie them up and like delay them is a win and mm-hmm. that's what sabotage is for it's to make them think twice about doing something because something bad could happen mm-hmm. i mean think um well it's to fight know, world war Two. well it's vietnam it's essentially fighting second hand is what it is mm-hmm. so what are you doing you're destroying you're delaying you're halting you're you know routing like all this can be done you know, but you're doing it on the front end, you know, hopefully, obviously, before uh, before you can have conflict, which makes it extremely effective for, you know, people with lower numbers. But absolutely. The discussion of sabotage. So this is important both for its value in the offense. So if you are that smaller force taking on that larger force or in the defense, if you're worried about sabotage or you have people who are you know, actually sabotaging you, this will give where, you know, we're going to try to give you guys uh, considerations and things to think about uh, going forward for, for both those cases. So particularly we're going to talk about sabotage in relation to personnel, vehicles, equipment, infrastructure, and then we're going to dip into some abstract applications, some abstract con. I want to try and say, just abstract concepts. So, there you go. Get it all out. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> One day. Someday. So, personnel. When you think personnel, if you had to sabotage people, where are you going to go after? What is your focus on? So, in my, so I keep flashing back to Toy Story. When you pull the back on Woody, and let mm. it go. Someone's poisoned the water hole. Seriously. Water supply. Mm -hmm. So, water holes, water wells, water buffaloes. 
you destroy a pallet of, you know, water bottles that are just so nicely held out in front of the talk, I mean, your enemy, your adversary okay. are people, and people need to drink water quite well, often. Taint, if you can get to their water buffalo and taint that, oh my gosh, especially if they don't realize it. Just, you know what? Just as a comic relief, just pouring in a bunch of Miralax. Goodness. Not even comic relief. You're actively dehydrating people. Think about that. Holy crap. Literally. I mean, and this is what I'm talking about. A whole new dimension of conflict. Right? Mm-hmm. So imagine, you know, if you're in some fob, right? You know, let's say like, you know, outside the States, right? If you're in some fob, and then just everybody starts having uncontrollable diarrhea. <laughs> Not even uncontrollable, explosive. Yeah, but <laughs> funny, right? Hilarious. But it's only funny until you can't stop. Yeah, as long as it's not happening to you. Right, but think about everybody. Think about every single person has uncontrollable explosive diarrhea, can't stop. You know that you're being dehydrated in that desert. And what are you going to do? That's your water. It can even be done um, on small scale, individual scale with eye drops. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But water supply, food supply, taking the food, oh, laying yeah. food spoil, uh, destroying food. Stealing it. They're stealing it. Stealing it to destroy it. I mean, there's just, there's a lot that you can do there. Bedding and clothing. So when I wrote that down, I was thinking of uh, American settlers. Smallpox. Yeah. With the blankets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably one of the worst things that has ever happened mm-hmm. to our biological our warfare. Indigenous folks. Yeah, it was that's terrible. And if you think and honestly, not to get on tangent, but if you think the government is going to save you or be there for you, I'll just remind you what they did to the American Indians. Has not changed. In fact, they've become more uh resilient and efficient in their efforts. But no, you're right, 100%. If you can somehow taint the bedding, the, the clothing that you put on, I mean, just think of what you could do. You could you could lace clothing with... A skin irritant. Yes, a skin irritant. You could... Back in the day, they, were, they used to uh, dye clothing with a special dye, a green dye, because it was supposed to... Um, green was supposed to be the symbol of, like, uh, money. Mm-hmm. Like you just you of wealth, and what would happen is the women that were working in these factories dyeing these clothings were absorbing the dye into their yeah. hands, and it was toxic. It was killing them. Yeah, not even not even that involved. Like think about just getting insulation, fiberglass insulation, and running oh on bed God. sheets. Everybody okay. everybody strips down, hops in bed immediately, just mm-hmm. lays in a bed of fiberglass. Yeah. even worse if you're sweating yeah so right you're like oh that's not that bad yeah but think about if you just got off a 12-hour guard shift mm-hmm. you go to bed down for the four hours that you're allowed to before you have to do pt and you know every other admin do you have to do and then you can't sleep because you just slept you just lay down in a bed of fiberglass i mean this you know is a hundred percent psychological warfare this is a hundred percent the long game 
So sabotage, big and small. Yeah. Equipment, I immediately think of Project Eldest Son. So you skipped one. I skipped one. What did I skip? I did building and housing. Housing. Okay. Shoot. I mean, what? So, so when that comes to mind, you could middle winter. You could break out the glass in a house if they're trying to to bed in that. You could cut holes in the roof. You could destroy the AC um, in summer. Destroy the AC. Destroy the heater in winter. You could cut holes in the tent, mm-hmm. especially on the bottom. And if it, if it's supposed to rain and it comes up underneath, oh, how miserable! Have you ever woken? Yes, you have. You've woken up in a bed. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. <laughs> no, I like where your head's at, though. So yeah, oh, just think about you know what what is shelter for. It's to make a barrier between you and your outside environment, mm-hmm. right? So use that environment. If you're in Texas or you're in Arizona in the middle of August and someone kills your AC, you're not going to stay in that building. Oh, no. I'll tell you right now, in Texas, like, yeah, you'll leave. But in Arizona, you'll friggin' die. Like, you're, you're going to have guys heat catting, like, left and right if you don't have your AC. Oh, 100%. It's like Afghanistan, the... Uh... The AC for our room went out mm. in middle of summer there. Holy crap. That was miserable for like two or three days until they can get a replacement. Yeah. But I love where you were going with windows. You know, knock out the windows, knock out the lights. Like every building is going to be connected to power communications. You know, does not take much to make that go away. Hasn't really spiders in there, snakes. I was going to say rats. Rats or mice. Rats. If you have access to them, you know. Um, what the hell were those things called that we dealt with in freaking Afghanistan? Camel spiders. Scorpion family. Camel, camel spiders. If you have access to them, release some camel spiders in there. If, Nothing's if, more terrifying than if I'm, camel spiders. If I'm fighting them. somebody and they just release camel spiders in my tent, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to fight that guy. Screw that. If that guy just has camel spiders on tap, like that's it's not it's not a fight worth worth fighting. Like that's just uh, oh, that's a whole new level. I think I've still got a picture of one from our deployment. Yeah, those, those things, things are, are not small. Those things way. are massive. I had to hunt one while I was on CQ one time. And they they will gnaw holes. In or not CQ. I was on uh I was SOG. Yeah, they're freaking massive. But I was just thinking, so um, with housing, especially if you have like a unified uh, little operation, if you throw a Molotov cocktail or something in three different buildings at once. Oh, dude. Like, yeah, you can seal this up bad. Big, big time. Oh, my God. Or just use some Blackbeard Firestarter and set one of the buildings on fire. Or don't. Hard Time Strong Men is not condoning arson use code strong men with blackbeard Firestarter to get 10 percent <laughs> off anything in their store we also have a kit called the hard time strong men fire kit go check them out at blackbeardfirestar.com or on instagram at blackbeardfire hey everybody this is six and seven with the hard time strong men podcast and we are coming to talk to you about our patreon and discord 
Hey guys, our patrons get early access to all of our episodes. They get all of our exclusive pre and post shows, all of our spicy takes, all of our rabbit holes that we go on, everything that we want to include in the episode, but we can't because we need to stay on topic. And soon enough, we'll be offering digital downloads, guides, everything that we've been working on in the background will soon be available to our patrons. So make sure to check it out. And come hang out with us on Discord. Speaking of the spicy stuff, this is where we discuss most of it. Once you're there, you'll get access to all of our in-depth discussions, including stuff like homesteading, fieldcraft, medical, camping, communications, shooting. You like ARs? Come talk to us about it. You like 4x4 vehicles and prepping? Come talk to us about it. You like Tannerite, Thermite, Napalm? Come talk to us about it. all of the campfire talks that would get us kicked off of other platforms. It's right there in our Discord. Come join our community. We're active on Discord every day. We're interacting with members constantly. We have guys from every walks of life coming to contribute their expertise to all of these various fields and subjects that we've been talking about. Come join the watch Discord. Come join the Discord. Join our community. Build up that better class of man. Now back to the episode. So in my head, sorry. So in my head, I'm thinking of um, like 1980s Red Dawn type scenario, right? You know, they yeah. went, so they were in the woods for a few months. Then they went back home right to uh you know to their home being occupied so i'm just thinking kind of in that scenario in that playground what that would look like for you especially if you were a citizen in size so you know if you were the worst case scenario capture you know they took all of your arms and then you're you know not in the internment camp but you still are you know under siege essentially or you're mm-hmm. occupied you know what could that look like for you to give your buddies an advantage or to slow down or, you know, maybe end, you know, that occupation on your terms. Right. So there's a lot that you can do. You just have to be creative. Definitely think outside the box for a lot of things. It's, it's what can you do to make life hell for these people? Mm-hmm. That's another thing I didn't think about hygiene. Right. Mm, yes. So yeah, I didn't, dude. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So you can sabotage. Is... You know, if they're working out porter johns, or they brought like one of those uh, those trucks with the, you know, with the hygiene areas inside. You know, what I'm talking about the little pop up mm-hmm. uh, showers or toilets. Yeah. You know, you sabotage that. You know, everybody's got to, you know, poop and pee. If you take away their modern. Uh, accommodations then we're going back to doing cat holes right so you're automatically making a weak spot that someone could exploit so because you're not gonna poop and pee in the streets because that's gonna be a health hazard for you and all your jokes you know know, you're not gonna poop in a uh, porta john either if there's a rattlesnake inside of it (sighs) just throwing that out there that's dark <laughs> yeah. Hey. I mean, you got a point. Yeah. But that, so vehicles. I jumped ahead to vehicles a little bit ago, but there's a yeah. lot that you can do there. A lot that you can do there, especially if you don't care about the vehicle anymore. Correct. Like, if you don't want that vehicle, there is no end to things that you can do to those vehicles. I mean, if they run on keys, sabotage, 
the actual like starter, the ignition. Mm-hmm. I mean, good. We need to gallium. Oh my god, there's so much gallium. Uh, expanding foam. A sharp knife. <laughs> Quick drying cement. Um, dude, a ten mil bolt and an impact driver, like thermite. Thermite. Yeah, or just toasting the interior. I mean, hot in a flame, you know, it's not all metal in there. You have plastic bits. Mm -hmm. That melts. That's not usable anymore. Right. You know? I mean, how miserable were those vehicles in Afghanistan when the AC didn't work in them? Yeah. But, I mean, think about it, right? So, even if it's not a, you know, a permanent issue, right? But if you walk down a line and you pop 20 tires before you leave, that's a time suck. That's a time Mm -hmm. suck, man. Yeah. It huge it is huge and i mean there's there's so much other stuff that can be an issue that i mean honestly like pouring sugar in the gas tank um dude spray painting dude. the windshield oh that's a good one think about how long that would take if if they if you did before they could catch you know it while it was wet if you if they you know if it dried oh both sides do both sides you got time yeah but if it dries Imagine trying to get that off and you're not doing high speed or, you know, highway speeds with the windshield off. You're just not. So yeah, you spray paint up insulation, put it in the AC ducts. I knew, I knew what you were going to say a split second before we said that that is miserable. Mm. Or talc powder. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> or a grenade with a wire taped to, or, you know, tied onto the door. Yeah, that'll work too. Anyway. No, but so like rallocating the windshield and then the mirrors, like if that's not deadlining it for, you know, a, you know, normal, you know, full scale force, that's at least going to slow you down pretty darn bad. I mean, and yet again, this is stuff that you even, can just go to Walmart. Like you can just go to any freaking hardware store, buy black yeah. spray paint, and you're good to go. You know, if you're counting on them using the windshield wipers, pour oil in the windshield wiper fluid. They spray that on the windshield. That is going to screw with their stability, and it's going to be great. I'm going to laugh when they run <laughs> just, off the road. Just, just take their windshield wipers. Uh, yes Uh, so uh like our like our well we don't quite know that we love what they're doing though the guys over at dirty civilian like they say is a lot easier to break something than it is to build something so when we're Mm -hmm. talking about sabotage and working behind the scenes to slow down or stop a force that's a lot better than you it's super easy to break stuff a lot of fun too if it is, which We're brings us a lot to in with infrastructure. Yeah. So uh, we saw that. Where was that? We saw that with the riots. We saw that with a whole bunch of stuff. Well, Natural disasters, Ukraine, anything. Yeah. Ukraine, they were sabotaging the highways by taking uh, backhoes and just yeah. digging up the road. Yeah. Like you do that, you're halting movement down that road until they can fix it. I mean, we talked about this with uh, Critter not too long ago. Mm-hmm. We haven't released the episode yet, but on air denial. Yep. 
right? So moving vehicles, digging in vehicles, destroying, you know, certain key choke points to funnel, to deny access to. To set up ambushes for, yeah. yeah. All, oh, yeah. All sorts of stuff, yeah. But All sorts of fun stuff. I mean, think about any time that you got clogged up on the highway for yeah. 20, 30 minutes, an hour, then you get to it and you're like, oh, that was one vehicle that was that broke down just the right spot. Yep. You know, that's all it, it takes. Fell a tree across the road, yeah. drop a power line across it. Fell a tree power line. You could, you know, park a vehicle and flip it over. You could, you know, park a vehicle, set it on fire, dump a 50 gallon tank of gasoline across the road and then light on fire, whatever the hell you want to do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But what we're talking about with, um, you know, with buildings, with housing anyways, that goes for buildings, just, you know, normal buildings as well. You know, doors, windows, security systems, emergency systems. I mean, any little thing, because you have to think that this is big and small, right? So let's say your situation, you are in like a Red Dawn type scenario where you've been occupied. Okay. That occupying force along with making sure that you stay in check so they don't have to kill the whole town and, you know, trash public opinion, right? They're doing other stuff. You know, they have other priorities at work. They have to maintain communication. They have to maintain a supply line. They have to, you know, use wherever you're at as a staging point and uh, stepping off point for whatever operations that they have to take in the area. So say you just go ahead and trash your own power grid. Yeah, you can't use it. They can't use it anymore either, though. Right. And what does that really take? Some foil balloons? A rock with some copper wrapped around it? You just mag dumping into a power transformer? I mean, it doesn't take a lot. You know, say they're using your own security systems, your own, uh, like, CCTV cameras. What does that really take? Some off spray that can shoot 20, 30 feet? A RAL can? 22 a 22 a 22 think about if they're I'm using not even joking yeah i mean you're not wrong yeah a little 1022 breakdown mm-hmm. with a little aim point on it no sweat absolutely bottle, empty bottle of water on the end yep absolutely no sweat think about you if they're an air gun um yes you can texas air guns yeah think about yeah. if they're using your own infrastructure right so your own buildings how hard would it be for you to just walk around that building with uh, extra, you know, like a extra size uh, uh, can of expanding foam that you bought from Home Depot or Lowe's, go to every single lock mm-hmm. and go down the line. How long yep. is that going to take before the private's like, oh, I can't stick the key and this is weird. And then they figure out that's every single lock in that building. Like, and you suddenly just locked an entire building down. <laughs> Not for long, right? Probably. Maybe. Right. Maybe it did. Maybe it did forever. And they have to now take off all those locks. And they can't properly the secure least, that building anymore. At the very least, you became a severe annoyance for a lot of people. Yeah. Which is also hilarious. Mm-hmm. Talking about, you know, not really even doing anything. If you drop a backpack in the middle of the highway... When you know they're going to be coming oh, down in 10 God. minutes and you've set up a couple IEDs before, 
you just stop the entire convoy with nothing but a backpack mm-hmm. that has nothing in it. You could even do it with a plastic bag filled with random crap and maybe find some like wires to just kind of barely stick out of it and go back into it. Like you're going to shut down that area guaranteed. Oh dude, get so so you go to the hardware store, you get some um what, some aux cord or some uh like radio cord from like a auto shop, get hundred feet mm-hmm. of that, tie that off in a sewer grate, wire that into oh, a building, and then just dump the spool. Guaranteed no one's driving by that. Oh my god. Like, and this has to do with, you know, we talked with Career before on, on the podcast, and he was saying about, like, minefields. Like, once you build that in their head, this is where the, the psyops comes in. Mm-hmm. Once you build it in someone's head that that's a possibility, then they have to second-guess everything. You're living rent-free. In their heads. Like, think about if, you know, you are one of those, like, a few that weren't caught in that town, and you start taking pot shots right at random dudes you get lucky a couple of times take down a couple of them make a rat trap and then you have your buddy put spray paint tag a building that says sniper at work like yeah man sabotage well, is getting in people's of, heads it is and you were you were talking about ieds earlier in the backpacks what was the main thing that we would give pause to in both iraq and afghanistan roads that have been dug up Loose dirt. You take that a step further, take a piece of a hunk of metal, not even like explosive, hunk of metal, wrap it down in there, fill it back over that. That road shut down for a while. Or unbury a little bit <laughs> so they can see it. Mm, a little bit of curved steel. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what you're talking about digging up dirt? Get a post hole digger. Go down the yeah. highway every 20 or 30 feet. Dig a little hole. Make sure that the unearthed dirt can you know, make a little mound. Please tell me you would drive down that road. No. No, you would not. Yeah, don't. No. Because you are then racing your entire convoy yet again. So you make 20, 30 holes, fill one of them with an actual IED. For if they get brave oh enough that God. they think it's all fake. Yeah. And, you know, you can't do that when you're, when you're you know, that defending force. You're not gonna do that. You're gonna you're gonna check out every single hole, or you're going a different way, mm-hmm. and you just canalize somebody, or you just divert somebody from, you know, where maybe you were doing something you didn't want them to go. I mean, think about my point though. Like, if you bury a little bit of metal in there, like they can run over that with freaking metal detector, and it goes off. They're think there's something's there, even if there's not, and you just tied mm-hmm. up so many resources right off the bat. Yeah. Well, and then that whole convoy is stopped. I mean, that's a that's an ambush right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Reaper yeah, on Reaper on Instagram talked about Gallium a little bit. Wonderful, wonderful chemical reaction with you know aluminum oh, or steel. Jesus, yes, destroys the integrity of it. Which you can buy on Amazon. Sometimes I love this country so much. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I know. It is incredible the things you can find on there that just be so useful. Yeah. 
historical example that we thought of was Project Eldest Son. Oh, right. Going back to that, the equipment. Mm-hmm. That was that was Vietnam, if I remember right. Yeah, that was. I'm pretty sure that was Vietnam era. Yeah, yeah, it was Vietnam because of Viet Cong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You want to explain what the what that yes. meant? Yeah. So Project Eldest Son. It was. I think it was CIA. They had a. I think it was like a top secret operation where they basically sabotaged ammunition munitions Mm -hmm. and it was randomized it wasn't all of it but the idea was a psyop campaign where the enemy wouldn't be able to trust the chinese equipment because right boom and you know your buddy just has gun explode so Huge, huge concept. I don't think it was super effective, unfortunately, but um, definitely played into the psyop bit. And you know, you don't even have to sabotage the, you know, the ammunition itself, right? But think about if you're able to, you know, granted this is you know pretty out there, but you know the dummy rounds that we use for dry firing. Yeah. Imagine yeah. mixing that into some ammunition. Oh God. Ghostfire, click. That would be... Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that would be... Which isn't, you know, as as grand as having the whole gun explode. But, it's a little extra. It's definitely an annoyance. Especially if they don't know how to do sports. Or walk around with a ball-peen hammer and just trash all the ACOGs. Or whatever science systems they have. Or just steal their firing pins. (laughs) That would work too. That would work too. Oh, that'd be or wonderful. Or the firing pin retaining pin. Goodness sakes, that would suck. I like the firing pin more though, because no one's gonna check their freaking bolt before they go to work. No, they're not. They're not so. gonna check their bolt carrier group either. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I mean, without getting into almost what SAS and. Hmm like world war ii level sabotage and yeah actually having the infrastructure to do it like i think just the well, backwoods you know well and that's the, type well and we're taking this from the from the context of a resistance force right right this is not on a grand you know scale no this is you know what you have when you have it you know, were you able to do to slow down a much larger, much more organized force, right? Right. So, and that's the whole thing we're trying to, the whole concept that we're trying to illustrate here is that it doesn't have to be this huge thing. You don't have to train pigeons to fly at, you know, enemy destroyers with bombs, you know, strapped to them in the hopes that, you know, they'll fly home and destroy ships. You don't have to get too far into it. It's not that deep, bro. <laughs> it just has to work. Actually, along those lines, it's actually been really interesting watching the uh, the Ukraine-Russia war because now they're using drones as suicide drones strapped with explosives, and they're just driving them into people, driving them into foxholes, driving them into vehicles, and just blowing stuff up. It's incredible, and these drones are cheap. Imagine the fear you would have if you're sitting in a foxhole in the dead of night in here a little and you know that thing has thermals 
and you know that thing probably has a payload and you don't know where it is because you can't see the size of a baseball 20 30 feet up oh right like there's a there's it's a, a video. whole it's a whole new was, yeah yeah i think it was funker 530 had a video of uh ukrainian soldiers in like a a trench that actually had a roof over it and russia was just dropping these suicide drones on their position and you just hear boom boom and things just exploding and mm-hmm. you can see like their overhead cover just exploding like that has got to be absolutely terrifying dude yeah no and the that's not a ptsd that's going to come out of that war is going to be incredible it's over nine thousand. It's at least six. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, and you know, going back to the whole resistance thing, like this just has to be what your capabilities are right now. I mean, anybody can go and buy a can of wasp spray. Anybody can buy a can of rattle, you know, rattle can paint or expanding mm-hmm. foam. You know, anybody can buy a freaking strand of copper wire and wrap it around a rock. I mean, it's just thinking outside the box. And, you know, what do we say at the beginning of the episode of what's important, right? So you're trying to destroy, damage, or obstruct. Right. Right? So anything that you can do to those ends, and think of it, you know, with resistance like a Hydra head. Yeah. You know what I mean? And with resistance being so small and so... um, What am I trying to say? D... decentralized yo you can mm-hmm. pop up somewhere and then disappear and yeah that's a whole new level of conflict for an occupying force that they're not necessarily ready for you know they're more focused on you know bigger picture like force on force type stuff not the population gave them absolute hell wherever they are yeah and you can honestly study um god within the last 20, 30 years, um, the war in Chechnya, uh, the Ukraine-Russia war, even these conflicts that are going on in um, Africa. Like if, if you want to study some more recent stuff to where the civilian population has actually risen up against an occupying force or some invaders, those are great ones to look at, especially Chech- the war in Chechnya. That hit was some of the most brutal fighting I've ever seen in my life. And they were very, very, very effective mm-hmm. at causing massive amounts of hysteria and casualties to the Russian forces. Yeah. Last word? Miralax. That's the wrong word. <laughs> like we said at the beginning of the episode, this is from a notional standpoint. This class is... Important discussion, both for its value for an offensive and a defensive force. We're trying to, you know, illustrate and portray the concepts and considerations surrounding that. Absolutely. Purely from an objective standpoint. So, with that being said, guys, I know this was a short class. Still had fun with it, but... This was on sabotage, and this ties into the br- the the broader concept of resistance, which I won't get into soon. But 
I think my last word, my big takeaway from this is not to limit yourself. Your mind is your greatest weapon, right? If you can think it, if you can dream it, you can do it. So broaden your scope, think outside the box, and stay in the fight. Yeah.